first episode of Cyberpunk. I am your host, Cyberwolf. And I'm WTF992. Cyberpunk is a serialized podcast for all things in the meat world, the psychological world, and in cyberspace. Just try living your life without it. First off, I'm going to give you a definition of what P-S-Y-B-E-R, pronounced cyber, really means. It is an offshoot of cyber, C-Y-B-E-R, which is short for cybernetics, which is the meshing of machinery to meat, uh, basically like prosthetic arms, where you have, uh, like in Star Wars, for instance, with Luke Skywalker when he had the mechanical hand, that is a cybernetic uh, enhancement to a physical body. Now, Cyber, spelt P-S-Y-B-E-R, stands for the psychological connection of the human mind to machinery or the network or internet. So what it is and what this podcast is about is about the intellectual connection and modifications to humans in regards to how we interact in social settings, society and such, like in, for instance, the World of Warcraft, how that has fundamentally changed society. Now, you're instantly communicating and dealing with things across the world instantly. So, and this has really affected us and what we do. Before the internet, everything was localized and now everything is internationalized. And what we do here on this show is bring everything to the forefront that is technology-based and is imbued into our daily lives and, in fact, are often ignored or overlooked because it is just merely considered fads, such as the video game industry, which now dwarfs the sporting industry and the movie industry. So we hit the subjects of things that are here today and things that may be in the future. And the first topic is... Industries as we know it. Yes, indeed. We know it, you know it, everybody knows it, but chooses to ignore it. So those of you with families, uh, with kids, or plan to have families, or soon to have families, uh, need to understand what direction you need to put your little kid through in order for them to be successful. It's already too late for us who have our jobs, our daily grind, 9 to 5, or may actually be out of a job currently with the economy the way it is here, looking at 2010. And the serious questions you really need to ask yourself, are you doing enough to get into the future or prepare your next generation for the future, which I think not. Which is a valid question. The question is, what is the next generation going to be doing here in America and overseas? And the answer uh, we're looking at is intellectual properties. And you may be asking yourself, what? Intellectual properties. What the heck is that? Intellectual properties. As most of you know here that uh, would be listening to this, and probably enough of the younger generation is listening to this, that they probably don't know anything other than intellectual properties, such as video games, computer software, Microsoft. Uh, for those of you who may be of the older persuasion, uh, maybe even the kids are already gone and doing their own thing, intellectual properties is the entertainment sector things that have no physical, tangible asset to them. Now, the United States used to be the world-leading manufacturer in everything, absolutely everything. We made radios, televisions. We had steel industry, aluminum industry. We had the masonries. We had construction. We had everything. In fact, we built everything. In World War II, we overwhelmed, not because of military superiority, but because of assets, pure and simple, we can outproduce any other nation in the world. 
at the end of World War II and the beginning of the Industrial Revolution and the Technological Revolution before the Cold War, or actually during the Cold War, when we put man on the moon, people went from seeing Little House on the Prairie, hand pumps, wells, uh, buckets of water in the winter, boots in a flashlight, basically, or boots in a lantern, to go to the bathroom to landing on the moon with a human being. And we went from that to the internet and actually now instant communication worldwide, intellectual properties and cybernetics, spelled P-S-Y-B-E-R. And this is the biggest impact to every life out there, uh, not including those lost in the jungles in Africa and what have you, uh, those that have no technological connections. However, for the rest of the world, this is a major big thing here. So, for those of you who have kids or those of you who are not out of high school yet, what the heck do you do for your future? They're telling you, you need to get a job. You got to be a corporate clone. You got to move on and you got to do your stuff or you're going to get left behind. Well, that is partially right. The other thing they're not telling you is that you can actually create your own job. And with intellectual properties, computers, you can now produce even movies that the movie industry itself cost millions of dollars to do just 10 years ago you can do on your home computer with a video camera what about video games all those video games you're playing what are you going to do how's it going to work whoa hey this is cool stuff you want to make computer games well guess what now you can there's a lot of things you can do step by step to get into the future of making video games now the biggest thing that a video game maker will do to hire you on if you're not going to make your own is to show them what you can do. Uh, some of those people would be known as game modders. Uh, when you mod a game, what you do is you do it to the best of your ability and you actually show it to the manufacturer of the game of your mods. Now, some people like, well, you're going to get sued for hacking it because it's in the EULA. You can't do that. That's not necessarily true. That's how a lot of game designers got pulled on to major corporate structures for game industry is that they actually showed them what they could do with what they had. What about the construction industry? Uh, Boeing, for instance, uh, actually having a trade, something that you can be journey level tradesman at something. Well, if you plan on moving to India or China, yeah, that's a good idea. However, here in the United States, that is, in fact, a dying industry. How about media, newspapers? Hey, the newspaper's always been a rock-solid industry. What do you think of that? Yeah, the study shows the print industry has gone through the roof for magazines. The newspaper industry is, in fact, a dying art. The numbers are dwindling. Everything is going in down the drain for the newspapers. And why is that? Well, why would you pay somebody to read a portion of a story that you already saw two nights before on television? Don't get us wrong. The print industry is still alive and vital. However, as in magazines and periodicals where they actually do a lot of studies and bring things together. The daily newspaper, however, is on the way out. And this is where cyberpunk comes in. China was on the bottom of the economic chart worldwide and is now number two, and did so in a rather short period of time. What was one of the determining factors of this? Well, Walmart helped push them to the top because they realized they have a production capacity that, in fact, could exceed the United States' ability to produce things. So, was it Walmart that got them going? And the answer is... No. 
Walmart did not get these guys going. It was actually the British Empire that got them going. Ah, uh, yes, I remember it fondly. It was a little place called Hong Kong that was in, located in China. It was a little territorial area that was a British colony. The Japanese occupied it during the 1940s. Uh, the British, however, ruled it until 1997 when they released it to... China. So instead of China totally decimating it and turning it into what was then China, uh, they decided to leave it alone and let it be. Uh, it enjoys right now the world's number six spot on the GNP list. So what does that have to do with cyber, as in P-S-Y-B-E-R, and not Mr. Cyberwolf there, but cybernetics? Well, right now, they're number two world power financially and technologically. They are no longer lagging behind. They're getting in advancements. They are actually studying cybernetics, as in C-Y-B-E-R-netics, for prosthetic arms, legs, and stuff. Back in the day when China was first introduced into the world market, they really didn't care about citizens who were injured and stuff, and they were just basically tossed to the side. Now they're taking advancements. They have the money, the power, and they actually are getting into the world market and seeing that the advancements in medical studies and supplies are going to be a tidy profit for them. And they are influencing the internet and what happens there. So technically speaking, as far as intellectual properties go, they are also starting to make advancements in that. So what does that mean to everybody here in the U.S.? What that means is, is that you have to compete on an international level for intellectual properties. When you apply for Microsoft, you are not applying against the other college students here in the United States. You are applying against those who have higher education in India and in China where they have such a pool of people and such a drive for advancement that you are competing internationally for a job located here in the United States. Wow. And what does that mean for your kids and the future of America? What does it mean for America? It means you are no longer competing against or against other Americans. You are competing against the entire world for that job that you're looking at. You no longer have to consider what best sells me against my fellow persons here in my local area. You are now considering what do I have to do to compete against the nation of China, the nation of India, for anything that is not a menial labor job? So, with the topic of industries, what are some of the top ones you probably should be avoiding? Newspapers, not including magazines. Uh, magazines are still a good industry to get into, and in fact, if you want to start a magazine or have that cerebral drive to do something other than novels, magazines is actually a decent industry to get into. The reports show that it is actually a growth industry. Pharmaceuticals is something to avoid. With the foreign medical pharmaceutical industries being the generic medicines, the United States pharmaceutical industry is not going to be doing any mass hiring anytime soon. The auto industry. With the automotive industry, every direct automotive layoff leads to three related layoffs to the automotive industry. Uh, as it is, foreign industries are exceeding the United States in production. The construction industry. Not only do we have to face the recovery of the housing industry, but we have such a glut of unsold houses that it is unlikely that a bunch of new houses are going to be built when you have so many vacant houses ready for someone to buy. 
the construction industry is probably not a good idea of something to try to get into out of college now as we speak. So those of you with little kids, what direction should you try to nudge them into? Which is the reason for this podcast, which is intellectual properties. Basically, anything that doesn't have a physical existence to it is something that America is still kind of leading the way on. Software, video games, movies, entertainment. And, of course, the one industry that we haven't talked about yet, and that is the industry of free. The industry of free, known as giving things away for free, or what is known as micropayments. Now, when you get into intellectual properties, it's not a matter of charging for what you have as much as giving it away and selling the uh, side items for it. T-shirts, coffee mugs, periodicals, cards, little things like that. You have to stop and consider that what you're looking at as an industry has completely changed from when you were growing up. What you're looking at now is a global market for your free things. And that is like this, a podcast or your little video clips or whatever you're doing. Don't necessarily think you need to make $2 million every time you publish something. What it is is getting the audience and such a wide and diverse audience that a fraction of those people will purchase things like a t-shirt or a coffee mug at a couple dollars each. And if you have a wide enough audience where you got a couple people, million people listening to you or watching your videos and stuff, and even a small percentage of that will give you a sizable chunk of change. MySpace, Facebook, Twitter... All of those started extremely small, and in fact, some of them even started on college campuses and expanded into what is known today. Now, Facebook makes a sizable amount of income because of advertisement, not because they charge people to use Facebook. Google. How many of you have used Google? Now, the question is, how many of you have paid to use Google? Not anybody. Everybody uses Google for free. However, Google reported revenues of $6.77 billion for the first quarter, ending March 31st of 2010. This is what I'm talking about when I say the industry of free. Just because you make something and just because you own the right doesn't necessarily mean you need to charge for it in order to make money. Free video games. For those of you who have heard or play World of Warcraft, you may also know of a game called Runes of Magic. It's a free-to-play, massive multiplayer online game. The estimated revenue for free, play for free, never charge, is $44.67 million a year. And that is free-to-play, but also known as micropayments. And that is buying things that you want, but not necessarily things that you have to buy. These are things that are voluntarily purchased, and this is the income they receive. So anything you can stream over the internet, things that you can make as a download, a PDF, magazines, anything that you can watch, listen to, or read, there is some money in it. And the future is intellectual properties, and that is what I'm talking about. Now, when you go on a corporate level for an industry, what you're looking at is international competition. Now, you got to stop babying your kids because the international competition is very fierce. And unless you want your kid flipping burgers, the only job that you're going to be able to get, or you yourself, if you're listening to this and haven't gotten out of high school yet, intellectual properties, if you're dreaming about having the nice house, the nice car, and having a decent life and not struggling, you're going to have to get on the ball. You're going to have to get your grades going because the international competition for these jobs you're looking at is very fierce. We are not talking about going down to the local mall and applying for a job. We're talking about a real career for things you want to do. And we're talking about making careers for yourself. 
There is a long list of college dropouts that become millionaires and even billionaires. So what we're talking about here on Cyberpunk is what you're going to do with your future. Now, granted, there are those that are going to buck the system, which is fine, because what we're talking about here is things that you can do out of your garage, on your home computer, or anything else like that. You don't necessarily have to be a corporate clone to do this. The music industry. Before, with the music industry, as with most any other industry, it was who you knew to get ahead. Now, you can be self-published on the internet through YouTube and other various means of streaming audio, including iTunes here, where you can do stuff for free. What you're looking at is an industry where self-published people can become millionaires if they got the right sound. Self-publication is a beautiful thing. However, you have to keep at it. You can't just throw something up and go, oh, it didn't work and give up. And the other thing you have to consider is not very many people, if anyone, is going to ever pay for something that is an unknown quantity. You have to give it away for free. You have to work with the industry of free. How do you make money when you give stuff for free? Well... That's what we're about. This is bucking the system. T-shirts, coffee mugs, compilations. When they really love what you got, they will buy things from you. However, you got to get the base first. You got to get the people who want to listen to you. There's a phenomenon known as auto-tuning. This is a way of showing your skills. Uh, there's a recent post that was known as Backing Up. Uh, it was an auto-tune of a news clip of a lady talking about a robbery in a store. If you haven't seen it yet, go to the internet, go to YouTube, type in Backing Up Song, and you will see the auto-tune of a lady singing this uh, incident, and it's pretty cool. This auto-tune can also be used for yourself if you can't really sing, and you have the musical drive but don't have the voice. This can make wonders of your abilities, or more the point, it can make wonders of your lack of abilities. Technological advancements can do wonders for you in the world of intellectual properties. Intellectual properties is the one industry that does not require you to work for somebody else to get ahead, or in fact, it does not require anybody else for you to get into it so as you know by linking to YouTube and searching a lot of things there's a lot of things that can be done with technology uh, for example auto-tuning which is like what we described earlier you have something called mystery guitar man look him up and see what he does uh, you have a person called beardy man check him out and you'll start seeing what we're talking about and all of those are of course free not to say that they never spend a dime, it's just that they give the stuff away for free. And one of the big things is equipment. What do you do for equipment? Well, it depends what you want to do. Now, if you're looking for graphic intellectual properties, such as making things, modeling, and just constructing things for movies or stills or art, perhaps you may want to go in a different direction. The ability to make CG graphic arts and get into the CG environment, such as the movie industry, where they make these massive special effects shots, where worlds are literally destroyed, starships flying through the sky, anything and everything is possible on your home computer. You no longer need a multi-million dollar rendering farm in some warehouse to make these things. It can be done with your laptop at home or even while you're at the mall drinking down your lattes. Yes, indeed. Technology is an amazing thing and this is the future of where we are going. 
how do I get it? What do I do? What colleges do I need to attend? And uh, how do I get into this industry? Oh, me, oh my. As with anything, it's the drive and determination that determines whether you are successful or whether it's just a hobby. So what, I actually have to like what I do? As with any industry, the people who are most successful are those that eat, sleep, and, and dream whatever it is they're doing. You have to have a, almost a fanatical drive of whatever you want to do. Be it drawing comic books, whether it's Warren Miller and his snowboarding, you got to live for your job to be really successful. If you are there just for a paycheck, it is never going to really pay out for you. So what about entry level? How the heck do you get into intellectual property if you've never been in it before? So the question is, now what do you do? Okay, you know what intellectual properties is. You know about it. You deal with it every single day. And you're even watching it or you're actually listening to it right now. This is an intellectual property. Basically, you just got to do it. In fact, you're probably doing it right now and don't even realize it. So when you're talking to other people and friends about things and you do stuff like ranting about the government and such or you're talking about ideas on certain things, that is an intellectual property. So it comes down to intellectual properties cover pretty much everything, all your hobbies, everything you want to do other than physical items. Uh, it is an intellectual property. So let's say you love fishing, you know all the secrets and what to do. Making a podcast on it is an intellectual property. And basically all you're doing is imbuing your knowledge to everybody else. And if there's enough people interested, you will have a following. Okay, let's target the younger generation. Those of you who are still going to school and are not in the workforce yet and things you like to do. Say you like to draw um, and you love science fiction movies. You love the screens just splashed across the big screen and you want to be able to do that. Um, one of the things you can do is start getting into CGI at an entry level as a hobby and get your work your way up to a professional level. One good resource is something called Daz3D, as in D-A-Z-3D.com. That is a really low-cost modeling software program that allows you to get into CG artwork. Now, for those of you who want to see what it's like after you have a couple years under your belt, go to a place called CGSociety.org. Or you can do a Google search, type in CG Society, which is C-G-S-O-C-I-E-T-Y, comma, stonemason, being stonemason is one word. And on the top of the list, you should see cgsociety.org, Stefan Morale. Uh, this is somebody I've been following for quite a few years. I've seen him start off with just a couple things and move into what he has done. I originally ran across him in the Daz 3D forums. And I've actually seen, seen this guy go from a really, really good artist to basically a professional. Yes, indeed. Stefan is quite the fanatic when it comes to 3D modeling, and the quality of his work is just outstanding. Now, as someone who wants to get into the art industry or the intellectual property of art industry in a computer-generated thing, you're going to look at some of these things and go, holy crap, there's no way I can do that. Well... Not starting off. You can't do that right away. You have to get into it. You have to learn the tricks of the trade. You have to develop your own properties before you can get to that level. And it does take years and it does take dedication. Basically, you are eating and sleeping 3D artwork. You are eating, sleeping, and 
streaming 3D artwork, it gets to the point where you're doing this in your dreams. Uh, I have done it myself. I've actually done modeling and I've done CG artwork. And I can tell you it took me a very long time to get to where I was because I was not dedicated and I would only do it uh, every third or fourth weekend out of a month. So it was occasionally here, occasionally there, I'd see something think, yeah, I could probably do that and slap something together and put it away. Now, if you're going to do this on a professional level, if you want to make money, you really got to do it all the time. And it's like anything else. If you do it a lot, you will get really good at it, whether it's playing guitar, whether it's drawing, whether it's skateboarding, doesn't matter. Whatever you do, you got to do it almost fanatically. So while you're in the grind of the class, while you're at work, typing away on the computer, whatever it is that's in the back of your head that you wish you were doing instead of whatever it is you're doing when you're working, maybe you should be doing that on a professional level. And it comes down to, I'd rather be playing World of Warcraft. How do you do that as a job? It's about development. It's about technology, and it's about doing something that is a property that is tangible that you can sell. So you're pretty dang good at World of Warcraft. What do you do to make money at it? Well, what are you listening to right now? It's called a podcast. And what do you do with podcasts? You get listeners. And what happens when you get a lot of listeners? They like the little things that you can probably give them, like t-shirts and coffee mugs. Yeah, it goes back to that industry of free again. The industry of free or micropayments. you got to consider what you like doing versus what is out there. Now, when your kid is constantly drawing or singing or playing or whatever it is they're doing, and you're like, oh, you're never going to get anywhere when you're doing that. You need to get a job. You need to focus on school. Well, maybe you need to consider what they're actually doing and what it can be developed into. Now, you younger guys who are still in school, possibly still going to college or maybe even just high school and not even out yet, you have to consider that, yes, grades are in fact important because it does affect your future. Now, it is a drag and it's something you hate. And maybe even some of those of you who have dropped out, you need to consider that actually having a high school diploma is very important in a world of intellectual properties. So why would I need a high school diploma in order to do my own podcast or do whatever to make a bunch of money? Believe it or not, a high school diploma will in fact affect you when dealing with things and when you're dealing with other people and other industries as well as businesses. We all know the adage of small fish get swallowed up by bigger fish. Now, when you're a small fish and you do an intellectual property that everybody's raving about, yeah, that's fine and good without a high school diploma, but say that multi-million dollar corporation wants to hire you on for, say, $500,000 a year to make commercials for them. But, oops, you don't have a high school diploma, and guess what? They're going to probably go with somebody else. Pure talent will carry you pretty far. However, you have to consider when you're dealing with the corporate world and internationally on a corporate world, the things that you need to worry about is whether you can actually do business with people. And some businesses, as big as they are, as corporations and such, the system will not play ball with you if you don't at least have the basic steps in place. So bucking the system may get you far. It may not. But mostly what's going to happen when you're bucking the system is that you're going to be bucking yourself. So the thing is, high school diploma, yeah, you kind of need it. College degree, yeah, maybe not. It's depending on your skills and what you can do. 
Now, intellectual properties, anybody can do anything, anywhere, at any time for a minimal cost. Making money with intellectual property is a totally different matter. And, of course, when you're dealing with larger structured corporations and such, in order to get funded for things, you're going to at least need the basics. And if you don't have the basics, you are going to get left behind. We're talking about a world that goes so fast that when you stand still, you are getting farther behind the more you stand still. So you constantly have to be moving forward or you will be left behind. So you're pushing ahead or you're being left behind. And so how do you not get left behind? Well, the basic matter is, is you've always got to be doing something. In this world, you no longer have the luxury of sitting around and doing nothing. Either you're doing something or you're getting left behind. If you're sitting on the couch watching TV, you're being left behind. If you are doing something instead of sitting there watching TV or if you're making videos, you are getting farther ahead. So it comes down to when you're looking at your fellow students or people you're working with uh, and you see that they're doing these weird things like out there making videos or doing crazy things, they're actually working on an intellectual level on intellectual properties and will probably end up being your boss at some point. And this is what cyberpunk is about. We are going to be talking about the DIY do-it-yourself projects on how to get started on particular things. Now, the thing you need to know or the things to ask is what exactly is it you want to do and we will be able to take you in a direction to go there. So future podcasts are CG artwork, movie industries, and other intellectual properties such as podcasting like this and other things like audiobooks. If you're a writer, audiobooks is the way to go. If you like the art of cinema, you will be able to do your own movies with special effects, green screen, and other effects, anything from the effects done in Sin City to Star Wars. We will be able to help point you in the right direction on how to do that at home with technology that is affordable to you. So one of the questions would be, what exactly are you guys going to cover with Cyberpunk and what is it really all about? Well, it's about you, the listeners. Email us and we will tell you how to get into the technology or at least what directions you could probably go. That is one of the advantages of having a diverse background in intellectual properties is that you actually maintain certain amounts of connections to those specific industries. Now, WTF and myself, we have a lot of experience and know a lot of people in a lot of different industries. We can probably get you pointed in the right direction for whatever direction you want to go. And of course, now there's the contact information. To reach us here at Cyberpunk, it is... P-S-Y-B-E-R-P-U-N-K at Cyberwolf, P-S-Y-B-E-R-W-O-L-F dot com. That is Cyberpunk at Cyberwolf dot com. We will get into the technologies. We will enlighten your future. We will open your eyes to what the future has. And the future of America and American jobs and the future of our next generation will be heavily rooted in intellectual properties. Whether the question is for yourself, your kids, or your friends, drop us a line and we will respond. And so this is the introductory of Cyberpunk, the serialized podcast on intellectual properties. Regardless if you're in the middle of it or you're just an innocent bystander of intellectual properties, this is what we are all about. 
The next episode will be about CG graphics, artwork, and the elusive comic book industry. Our qualifications for the next show is we have been in CG artwork since 1997 and we are published writers. So we do have published works and we understand what it takes to get into the CG field. Intellectual properties is not the big scary thing you may think it is. We will help demystify it. Until next time, this is Cyberwolf and this is WTF 992 for the Cyberpunk Podcast.